everyone knows that putting money aside in savings is really important. But then what? Should you keep your savings locked in a CD for a higher rate or keep them liquid in a money market? Can your checking account help you save too? Or is it about creating the right combination? We believe real banking is a conversation. Let's talk about the savings options that are right for you. Learn more at sandyspringbank.com. Member FDIC. And don't ask me no questions, just listen to this shit. Uh, she catch a one-way flight to kick it wherever I'm at. So if she wanna stay, then the bitch will never come back. You wanna know how a chip feel? I've been there once. This year three in the beginning of a ten-year run. And that's predicted, my persistence got my name on all the blisses. Had a brick before rap, like that dope boy from Memphis. I survived all them death threats and three felony convictions. Plug found out my whole team was high, he kept his distance. What's the stage with no mic and no voice of a poet? What's more important, the flower or the soil that grow it? Yo, so can you actually, can you actually like confirm or deny that 50 Cent supports Trump? Cause I swear it was a fake Listen. photo. Listen, man, I, I don't know what to tell people anymore. Um, I'm, I'm shocked by the, a lot of people who follow Toronto Lingo. It's a young demographic. But people who spend a lot of time on Twitter should definitely know better than this, man. People who are in that realm should definitely have a better understanding. I've seen people that, like, I've known leave comments on, like, both on the personal and on the private saying, like, nah, these are fakes. The person got 15 likes off the post saying, nah, the second photo's fake. People reassuring the attitude saying, yeah, this is fake. But the photo is fake. The first photo is legit. The second photo is this fake. This one? The, the Trump? The second photo is a fake Photoshop that Eric Trump actually tweeted. And I'm surprised that I actually have to put into the description and to the caption for people. <laughs> yes, the second photo is Photoshopped. Any person who's in the industry or does any medium can take a quick glance and see that the second picture is obviously Photoshop. If you know hip hop, you know they were never at those places together. The Trump hats are different shades and different colors. The color wave is completely different from one another. True. And the fact that I have 12 comments right now in the past three hours and half of them are saying, yeah, this is fake. Yeah, this is fake. The first part is still very real. Mm -hmm. Everything that 50 Cent said about Trump is 100% real. That second photo is Photoshop, but Eric Trump tweeting it is very real. (laughs) And the fact that, you know, I have people leaving comments like, I don't know, man, I don't know. It makes me realize that, man, this election is very very messed up because if people are saying this is fake information but won't do the due diligence to go and actually do a further investigation it has me worried man about america considering most of my population or followers are from america people don't like to do research they see headlines fake or not and then don't even go to the actual tweet so yeah that's yeah, I, I mean i think that's like that's like uh that's an unfortunate part about social media that people will just jump out you out at you without doing the due diligence. Like I, uh, one thing that people hate me for on Twitter is like, I'll, I'll egg people on and post trades that I think would never happen, but just to piss people off, I'll, I'll post NBA trades that get people really riled up, like mm-hmm. super riled up. And, and 
people just get so mad without actually like looking into okay is this guy joking is this guy being serious is, is they just the they, yeah. Is, yeah, am i telling the truth is this what he actually thinks he just they just rile into me they're like please stay away from my fan base bro do that you know what i mean like so you're right man we're in a we're in an uh a day and age where people are just going to look at the surface level of things if it's what they like, they're going to take away from it. If they don't like it, they're going to run away from it. And and it, that's just the inevitably inevitability of the world that we live in of social media. It's unfortunate, man, because the the political landscape is being affected by it too. Because like, all right, so so boom, I so boom, <laughs> no, I so boom. Okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, but but okay, Trump. And Biden, that debate that happened, actually, no, sorry, not Trump and Biden, but the Mike Pence debate that happened. Yeah. Everybody was talking about the fly on the head within minutes, thousands of different memes and quotes and videos and stuff like that about the fly. Everybody was talking about it. Number one news. Nobody gave a crap about the actual presidential debate. Nobody gave a crap about the actual vice presidential debate. Nobody gave a crap what Mike Pence or uh, Kamala Harris had to say. So we like to look at things on a surface level. Nobody likes to dig deep and dive into the details of things anymore it's uh it's very sad as well too it's like there's a lot of misinformation and it kind of rubs me the wrong way that people would be me posting misinformation from stuff that's actually been reposted from the original source being photoshopped but outside of that i saw people comments recently even when ice cube came out a few hours prior to them leaving comments saying yo Yo, this is this is a fake post, bro. Yo, fuck you, Eric Trump, for posting this. Yo, like, I don't really mess with you. Everyone mm. knows this is fake, but yo, a big f you at the same time. <laughs> and then people still didn't even acknowledge that. So it's just a miscommunication. That means people only see one part of a news headline and they don't continue to do research. And I'm not even talking about in a different news cycle. This is the same news cycle in less than ten hours, less than five hours, and there's a lot of misinformation. So it makes me worried a lot for the election and what's going to happen because there's a lot of misinformation going out there and people letting, liking to read only half of the truth or half of the story. Yeah, it's 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 unfortunate, man. And and I think th- it's just the way that we live now. Mm-hmm. It's just the way that we live now. And I, I know it sucks to say that, but like if you want to genuinely make an impact in this world, we have to get away from looking at things on a surface level. Sure. Um, that won't happen until we can kind of sit down and look at ourselves in the mirror. I know this sounds cliche, but like, yeah, yeah <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. That's all I got on the matter. No, that's cool. Oh, uh, I mean, I guess at the end of the day, also the, the whole 50 cent stuff, mm-hmm. uh, he, he had a quote, he doubled down recently saying, uh, I don't want to be 20 cent. Yeah. I, I can't know? blame him at the end of the day. Like people always serve what's best for them. Um, I don't know if I would do the same if I was in a 50 cents position, but then again, I'm not close to a billion. I don't make my, my net income or whatever isn't over a hundred million plus every um, try annually. That's not me, but I guess in his situation, he has to vote what's best for him. He's in like the top 1%. He doesn't want to pay a lot of taxes in terms of all of that. Um, I won't say I'll agree with this position, but I guess when you're in that level, you have to do what's best for you and your family and, you have to vote selfishly. That's why I tell people during this whole election, vote selfishly as well, too. It doesn't matter which party you're voting for, as long as you actually put in a vote in, 
And look at the policies that they're actually doing. Look at what Trump has uh, lined up for your people. Um, see what you know Biden has lined up for your people as well too. And then make an educated uh, vote. I would I would definitely say. For yeah. people who don't vote for either or campaign, I do have a, a a bone to pick with them because you're automatically giving votes to Trump, I believe, and segregating it to even Kanye and even smaller parties as well, too, but not putting your voice. Well, I'm glad you brought that up because Kanye West released a video today, today, a presidential campaign video. He dropped it two hours ago with a bunch of different people from different areas, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Florida, all these different places saying, you should vote for Kanye Trump. I want someone that is going to make a difference, be nice to people. And he did that with the sneakers. <laughs> I swear to God, that's the video. You think I'm kidding. You think uh -oh. I'm kidding. Yeah, that's the video. So for the people that are undecided, for the people that are like, no, I, I can't pick between Trump and Biden. It's two of the lesser evils. I don't know what to pick. I'm going to go with Kanye West. You're an idiot. You're stupid. And it's like, it's actually like, you know how people say like voting for the Green Party in Canada, we have a Green Party. Mm. That or, the everybody, Quebecois. <laughs> or the or the Bloc Quebecois who are just like a bunch of crazy French people who want to separate from Canada. Um, it. it <laughs> I, actually, I hate French Canadians so much. Sorry to cut you off. I had a conversation with this person last night. Uh, they live in Australia and they're asking me, like, what's the difference between, like, you know, French people and French Canadian people? I'm like, I can't stand French Canadian people sometimes because they're so, like, posh and think they're above the rest of Canada. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I mean, there's this whole thing about, like, you know, that they got discriminated and stuff like that, too. So, like, there's a yeah. whole, st like, you know, we can't, anyways, that's like a whole conversation for a whole okay. other day. Okay. But, but the Kanye West stuff, right? Yeah. How big of an idiot do you have to be? Like on a scale of one to 10, what do you think the idiot scale is for a person that votes for Kanye West? Um, I would have to say a maximum meter of 10 because <laughs> Kanye has only done things that are in his self-interest time and time again. Um, he wants to talk about now, like claiming his masters for people, black people, all of that real power. Don't bring in that black empowerment because, again, the black experience isn't monolithic. I don't know what it's like to be a black billionaire. I couldn't tell you. I know what it is to be a black person in Canada, mm -hmm. but very different experiences. And for him right now, he's mostly just taking advantage of people's attention. And Issa Rae did um, SNL um, this past week. Right. And to have Kanye say like bad remarks about her for saying, don't vote for Kanye. It's a stupid thing during the election. He himself has been on SNL quite a few times. And he's saying that SNL is bad. It holds black people down. All of that. It's a horrible platform. Didn't he do it like last year? Exactly. And time before that as well, too. So whenever it doesn't align with his purpose and what he wants to do going forward, then he starts to trash on it and say it's not good for our people. You've been on there twice. You know what I mean? Maybe even more. Trying to promote your shoes. Your hole in the sock sneakers that look like homeless shoes, or whatever type of album or merch that you have going on at the time. So mm -hmm. definitely ten out of ten from my personal perspective. Saying that's a dumb vote. Yeah, and and, and I mean, d dumb is honestly an understatement, man. It's 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 honestly an understatement because you're you're putting at risk everything that people have been trying to build for this country when you try to vote for like a Kanye West. You know what I mean? Like 
And if you think about it, who who kind of started this trend of celebrities being able to run for president? Uh, what do you want to say, Donald J. Trump? I, 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 he popularized it again, but before in the past there was there's been a couple celebrities that have tried to run before and it hasn't worked out too well people say kind of, like bush going on arsenio hall saying that he's he feels he knows what it feels like to be black because he played the saxophone and now is a jazz player is that like the earliest that's the earliest thing i can think of him going on arsenio hall playing the saxophone saying yo i know what it feels to be a black person during the struggle um that's, that's the earliest thing i can think of <laughs> that's so funny to me oh my god i can't believe that's an actual thing did that actually happen Oh man, the things people used to get away with before the two thousands, before social media and Twitter, man. Oh my god, that's that's wild. That's You're facing so social shocked right now. That's so wild to me, man. Are you kidding me? Oh my god. Oh man. But uh, for sure, before we move on to the segment, I do want to shoot, um, you know, Ice Cube a little bit of uh, bail. I saw people like um, Deal Hughley saying, like, yo. Why would Trump want to talk to a person who gave us three Fridays and still loafing on the next one? That's, <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. That's hilarious. I was trying to say with a straight face, but you. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I'm dying. Oh, man. Yo. That's what I'm saying. People are just going to make anything into a joke, bro. Anything. They're going to make anything into a joke. It doesn't matter what you do. Anything into the joke. I understand where he's talking about Dale Hughley. But at the same time, Biden did the same thing as well. So he went down and saw with Cardi B instead of sitting down with like actual black politicians. As soon as WAP came out, then he wants to sit down with Cardi B. Donald Trump's doing the same thing now within a black icon with Ice Cube. But I will say the Ice Cube's actual party wanted to meet with Trump earlier and kind of like go through their plan and see what they have. Because at the end of the day, if Biden doesn't win, we're still going to be stuck with Trump. So you might as well try to do something to kind of work with it for your people. But that's the last thing I'll say about politics and about entertainers. Wasn't going to go that long, but man, the 50 Cent, Ice Cube, Kanye, like what's yeah, really going on? I know, I know. <laughs> the, the, the world just seems like it's it's melting down into this. Like, bro, it, every day it just makes more and more sense that the world seems to just be ending. You know what I mean? But that's a whole yes. nother conversation for a whole nother day, my friend. It's a no good conspiracy theory. Maybe a good conspiracy theory. Don't ask me. I don't know. Wow. Wow. Wow, you spitting bars right now, V. You spitting bars. <laughs> but you know what also makes me very disgusted outside of like the backlash, backlash from the politics and all of that. I want to talk about the mishandling of um XXX Tentacion and his camp. Last week they went on IG Live and featuring an artist. The track had maybe like 12 bars, 13 bars at most and i'm being generous of triple x on the song and it was mostly for promo and man that rubbed me the wrong way why the dude is dead yeah R.I.P. rest in peace yeah i feel very weird that i get a notification on my phone that triple x is going live on ig mm-hmm. that rubs me the wrong way because you does wouldn't it you, see it why does it rub you the wrong way he's not alive why are they using his accounts for personal gain Maybe it's one of his boys. It's it's not one of his boys that managed. It's the state that managed the account. And even if it was one of his boys, that's a shame on you for having the account and going live and doing that. I've never seen that done for any other artist. I haven't seen it done uh, 
for Mac Miller. I haven't seen enough for Pop Smoke. Yeah, you're right. Um, yeah. I haven't even seen enough for Chad as well, too. Bozeman? Uh, yeah. Yeah, as well, too. Um, the Like, a lot of other artists we can go down the list as well, too. Like, it just hasn't been done. And it just shows to me how greedy his estate is. And um, his mom is running it. And I understand. I won't throw flack because if he was alive, he'd want to make sure his mom's taken care of. Even though they didn't have the best relationship and she abandoned him for a little bit um, of his career growing up and stuff like that. At the end of the day, that's his mother. And as listening to him in interviews and music, I understand. It, it was important to him. Yeah. It was important to him. He reconciled with his mother, and I'm pretty sure he would want the best interest for his child and for yep. his mother right now. Yep. But this rubbed me the wrong way. What do you think about it, man? Um, am I tripping or so? So, so okay. Or? So, 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 what happened was, did they hack into the account, or was yeah. it with the mom's blessing? I'm not sure if it's with the mom's blessing, but whoever operates the state, the mother is in charge with a few other people as well, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and and obviously the mom, her his mother hasn't uh, released a statement on them doing this, right? No. Um, I would need more information, okay. obviously. But with the information that we're provided, I think, yeah, I think that it's messed up. I think that realistically, no clouts and, and attention should be used unless it is explicitly intended by the family of the of the fallen person right so even in right. xxx tentacion's case even in michael jackson from way back even mm-hmm. in a tupac case in a pop smoke case in a mac mm-hmm. miller case i don't think you should be able to use their brand their likeliness their 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 face pretty much their goodwill you know you know a lot about goodwill from law you, mm-hmm. you can't i don't think you should be able to use their goodwill in order to promote anything else unless it is with the explicit i guess uh, signing understanding whatever you want to call it mm-hmm. of the family what do you think about that i think so too man you brought my goodwill dude i've been done with contracts y'all that was a <laughs> <laughs> i'm talking about goodwill in a minute man <laughs> I'm doing like genocide and like administrative law, man. Oh my god, this is really difficult. But that, that's wild. You went you went to two different d- directions: genocide, then administrative law. It's like, yo, fam. I I got course requirements. I got to <laughs> learn about law and war, bro, and then I also got to learn about administration, bro. Like it's it's the requirements needed. Wow. Um, but I will say that it's as much mismanaged. Probably the most I would see is probably Tupac. After Tupac passed, we got all these unreleased mixtapes and albums and B-sides and projects. And for this, I feel like it's very similar. Triple X has 28 million monthly listeners on Spotify alone. That's gone up, right? Since he's... This, yeah, this is current. As of last week, I checked the numbers five days ago. 20 million monthly listeners mm-hmm. every month people are just becoming fans of him so his numbers have actually continued to rise top 100 artists in all of spotify coming in at 77 mm-hmm. ah, he hasn't signed to a major label but he has a distribution deal okay so right. i don't know i'm just saying roughly ballpark figure if a lot of his early music was independent and it's doing crazy streams. 
very, I'm being very generous right now. I think the estate is making at minimum $1 million a month off his catalog. Wow. Great. $1 yeah. million. Wow. Maybe like 20%, 30% to like the distribution deal, whatever. But like a huge majority, definitely over 60% mm-hmm. is going towards the state. So I just don't understand why you have to do these type of antics compared to we see that the Pop Smoke and Mac Miller, how well they've handled those albums after they've passed. And even from a label perspective, they're not getting as much money as Triple X as Estate would, but maybe because 50 Cent had a hand in it and being an A&R with all those projects and Mac Miller's friends and family were more involved in the, in the album after he passed. But it, it's, it's almost disgusting towards me because... He's making so much money a month. It's not including merch as well, too. And they have to drop a merch line right now saying, oh, you never got a chance to see him while he was alive. Buy some merch. Hang it up. Put it in your closet. You know, put it in a the frame. People do that, man. I'm a victim of it as well, too. I copped some merch from him like five months ago, six months ago as well, too, for the annual tour. But it just makes me, it rubs me the wrong way. It rubs me the wrong way to see the mismanagement of this. He doesn't need to go on IG live and have a feature artist on there for a little bit of racks. Right. The catalog is making so much money monthly and on a yearly basis. 12 million, 1 million a month. And that's being generous. S. That's being very generous. It's, it's, I don't know. Yeah. I, I agree with you, man. I don't think it's, it should be used as a posthumous album. I, I think more so than anything, um, you know, we see this constantly with artists and you wonder if there's like there should be a new law that's in in place in order to help with the protection of posthumous albums and posthumous rights and posthumous copyrights and everything like that. Right. Yeah. Because it just seems like it's it's misused to a certain extent. Yeah. The, okay. Think of, me going to IP law. This is very interesting to me, man. Maybe you could do your thesis or whatever on it, bro. I got you. It's definitely going to get shut down. You know why? Because these labels make way more money with artists dead. When they are alive. Yeah, that's true. No, no touring budget, no nothing, mm-hmm. no travel, no bus, no, like you can name it on all those expenses out the window. And they're still making the exact same money, if not more from the artist not even being here. It's a, it's a little bit sickening, man. But you did give me a good idea, man, that I might look into, but right, I will definitely right. give it a try. I got you. For sure. I just want to say before we move on, protect his legacy. Um, he gets new fans every month, every week, every day. They're just learning about his catalog. So it's important to protect the legacy that he left while he was here on earth. And he really turned his life around and his family's important. So people bashing them on Twitter, on Instagram, I see for his mother making these moves. Don't do that because at the end of the day, before he was gone, he would definitely want his mother and his child to have everything that they could possibly dream of. Absolutely. Well said, man. Well said. On a lighter note, or maybe on a lower note, we got to talk about Travis Scott, man, and franchise falling off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. This man's selling his soul to the corporations, man. This man's selling his soul. Let me guess. Yo, he's going to come out with a Travis Scott MacBook next. It's like, yo, I promise you, man. Listen, I produce all my music on here. Uh, just buy the Travis Scott. <laughs> it, yo, it, it comes with like a, a roller coaster attached to the to the laptop. And then no, 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 no. Chill. I got way more for you, bro. When you when you log in, when you log in, bro, it's like a whoosh roller coaster. It shows you, and then it just goes. Yo, anytime you press the space bar, it goes. It's, straight- it's lit. <laughs> 
anytime you press enter, straight up, you know, yo, it, yo, come by the Travis Scott MacBook. <laughs> you said the phone? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yo, it comes pre-built in on iTunes with every single Travis Scott song, so you can... No, 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 we're not, it's not YouTube. Don't you remember that one year? Yeah. That YouTube album just randomly appeared on everybody's Apple Music? I'm like, fam, what is this? Well, listen, yo, if Travis... Yo, fam, do you not see how much... He would count... He would count every MacBook sold as a, as as a play. You know that, right? He would count every MacBook sold as an album sale. That's what it would be. Four thousand dollars for Travis Scott MacBook. All right, what do we got today for Travis Scott, bro? Tell me. What we got today is okay. He's the fourth song ever to debut at number one with franchise, which you know I like, except for MIA. Um, <laughs> chitty chitty bang bang. She needs to go MIA. But fourth song ever to debut at number one and fall out of the top 10 in the second week. Wow. Merch <laughs> sales and all of those bundle packaging. He's been selling a lot of MacBooks. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna have to sell a lot of MacBooks. I don't. I, okay, the, the thing with with uh, Travis Scott is that when you when you try to franchise something, and when you try to collaborate with these brands, you run the risk of making yourself annoying. You okay. know, you run the risk of making yourself too out there. You run the risk of people mm-hmm. saying, "Oh my God!" Everywhere I turn, it's some dumbass Travis Scott thing. And then it turns people off from the music. You know what I mean? I don't doubt that the songs were good. I mean, even the franchise song was a good song other than M.I.A. Um, the Future Remix, I messed with more when they got rid of M.I.A. and put a Future Hendrix Future in there. there. Yeah. yeah. I, I just, like, I, I think you run the risk of, of making yourself kind of, like, repetitive and annoying and you're saturating yourself a little bit too much when you try and go and franchise everything. Ooh, okay, I see you over there, man. Okay, you see you bring it all together with the franchise. Yes, sir. Uh, it's definitely weird, man. The Scots in our franchise, he owns two out of the four songs that have dropped out of the top ten in the first week. Moving out the week. No. So do you think like we're seeing the fall of Travis Scott? I don't think so. Uh I wouldn't say because like when when Travis makes songs, like it's always the songs that he didn't want to to chart that ends up making, like, the top of the list. You know what I mean? Like, he really tried with, like, um, Goosebumps or um, On the Phone as well, too. But those ones weren't really, like, chart-topping. It was, like, ones that he didn't really care so much to give that end up being number one on the charts. And right now, he's manufacturing hits. We already know that the reference leak came out a few weeks ago of him not even doing his own music. So he's literally in the studio right now just manufacturing hits and it's not hitting quote unquote. Um I, you know what else isn't hitting? What? His MacBook sales. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but yo, listen, yo, watch out for the for the Travis Scott MacBook, fam. Believe that. All right, what else we got? What else we got? Oh man, what the question is what don't we have? But before we move on 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 to um other stuff and albums. I just want to say that 6ix9ine is still holding the number one spot for Billboard drop-off. 33 places dropped after the first week. No quote intended, no pun intended, but Trolls <laughs> definitely fell off. With him <laughs> <and Mars. laughs> 
But um, this is something I feel like you would uh, understand or you'd appreciate, man. I want to know what your burden of proof is, man. What you thought about the album? Woo! Well, I've been I've been listening to it a lot. I really like the album. Uh, I thought the production was just uh, was was on point for a guy like Benny the Butcher. You know, it sounded like a song from like sorry, it sounded like an album from like 2012, 2013. And you know that is my favorite era of hip hop, in my opinion. So like it just it took me back. You know what I mean? I don't know how much that does for people that are new to Benny the Butcher or like new to this style of music, like the boom bap hip hop style, you know. But for a guy don't who don't do that, ain't no boom bap. Don't do that. It's 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 <laughs> boom bap. Sounds super old. It's yeah. not boom bap. Come on. What are you talking like, about, bro? It's, it's like, late '90s Jada Kiss, early 2000s. Like that's boom bap. That's boom. That's that's classified as boom bap. That is that is that's literally the like you could define you. That's definition of boom bap right there. I will I'm not, I'm not saying that. it's bad. I'm not saying it's bad. And no. and I hate I hate that boom bap has that stigma where it's like don't call him a boom bap rapper. Boom bap was like hey hey hey. I went to the corner. Store. No dude. No. Next door neighbor small. Dude, Biggie's a boom bap rapper. How, how do you feel about that? Tupac was a boom bap rapper. All right. Yeah, Nas was a boom about- bap rapper. Jay-Z was a boom bap nah, rapper. Jay-Z was not a boom. Okay. What are you talking about, okay, man? We just disagree. Boom bap is the generation before the Nas is the Jada Kiss. It's- you can maybe say like Taylor off with like, okay, a little bit of Tupac, a little bit of Biggie, but earlier than that, like, nah, you got to talk about like, I'm talking about like Slick Rick early days. You know what I'm talking about? You're talking about like, Eric B. That's that's like the that's like the beginning of boom bap. That's like the foundation okay. of. Oh, boom. you're saying like the Taylor end. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like the that's like the fa- that's that's you're right. That right there is what created boom bap. I agree with you on that. Um. Anyways, regardless, Benny the Butcher's album was super dope. I liked it. Maybe not the boom bap style, but like you could even say like it's just more of bars. You know what I mean? It's more lyrical. It's more it's more hip hop, and I like that. I like that sound a lot. What did you think of the album? Honestly, man, for guys listening, you guys know that I wasn't a big fan of his timeless record. I thought like his verse was the weakest on the whole project. And I'm sticking to it, man, because out of the whole entire project, his timeless verse wasn't timeless. But all the other tracks all the way through, like, dude, the rest of the 12 tracks or the rest of the rest of the 11 or 10 tracks were probably his best verses outside of timeless. Like, dude, when he went on Where Would I Go, dude, argue between him and Rick Ross, I don't even know. I think Rick Ross might have had the better version talking about him not being nobody's favorite. But it's just juggernauts that he was going through on the whole entire album, man. It was like a heavyweight fight, punch for punch, knockout. And he did his thing, man. I'm very, very proud. He did Griselda to the highest point because Mm -hmm. a lot of people were wondering, can he go and do something more commercial? You know, because we hear a lot of Griselda stuff in the past. No choruses, yeah. bare cuts, bare intros, people talking all over the song. And this is more like a polished one. I want to see if Benny was able to get with like everybody, all the producers, Dom Kennedy, Wayne, Freddie Gibbs, you name it, and just do something that was more commercial, I would say, for Griselda. I, and it, half it was... All right, so so let me ask you this: Do you think which one is your favorite member of Griselda? 
<laughs> of Griselda, it has to be West Side Gun, of course. Boop, 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 boop. <laughs> like, it has to go West Side and then um, Benny and then Conway. But I will say, out of, if we're just thinking about Griselda, those three on the album, Conway arguably had the best verse out of mm. Freddie Gibbs, out of Roseanne, out of Wayne. I'm this close to saying that Conway had the best verse. Which, which, okay, hold on. Which verse was the Kanye verse? Hold on, I'm going to check The Conway, it was, um, it was the Griselda one. I think it was the second last track. Oh, Warpaint. Yeah, that was a good, that was a good song. That was a good song, yeah. So flip-flops, nigga, like that song, like, perfect. And him talking about, like, you know, meeting Jay-Z, shaking Beyonce's hand, and telling his fiance, wasn't sure if she was more excited about, you know, meeting Beyonce, realizing that he was a motherfucking man. Like, Listen, I'm oh. sorry. I'm sorry. I, I love Conway, too, and I really like that song. But Freddie Gibbs stole the feature thing with the Clippers bar. With the Being biased, though. <laughs> Why? Yo, that Clippers bar is, like, maybe feature bar of the year. Yo, dude, that's so what yo stop bro you gotta stop capping listen we send homes hoes away early like the clippers fam come on you're telling me that one bar alone was better than whole all of wayne's track bro all of wayne's verse yeah wayne's verse was good too wayne's is like uh wayne's is is probably the best verse on that album to be honest with you dude like so much good stuff i I, honestly i put rose and freddie's freddie gibbs like Verses on the same level mm-hmm. just because like freddie is in that point right now like people always knew rose always known to have the best two bars going into the verse and continuing it but outside of rose benny the butcher and freddie gibbs are easily one of the best rappers right now mm-hmm. great consistency on this album not one track that's skippable freddie gibbs came out of the gates two projects bare features not letting anybody down, man. So I can understand where you're coming from. You better understand where I'm coming from. Okay, don't need a bit of hostility. I'm trying to, show, <laughs> trying to give you a little olive branch here, bro. I'm gonna take the Olive Garden, bro. You have to give this olive branch, man. The breadsticks are unlimited, by the way. Okay, I appreciate um, <laughs> the soup too. But yeah, man, definitely. I gotta give the best verse either uh, Wayne or uh, Conway on this, man. Yeah. What's your favorite definitely. song? What's your favorite track on the album? <sighs> it definitely changes, man. But for me, it would have to be Legend. Mm-hmm. Or it would have to be One Way Flight with Freddie Gibbs, man. Yeah, I like I like the I'm one way huge, flight. I'm a huge Freddie fan, man. Just like you as well, too. Huge Freddie fans, man. I'm I'm a bigger Freddie fan though. Um maybe now. I've maybe known no, you're right. Yeah, though. you've you've definitely known him longer, but I've like mm-hmm. consumed it to Consum- another level. I see how you do it. Funny enough, Coop put me on to Freddie Gibbs like seven years ago. Before Coop put me on to Freddie Gibbs too. Yeah, yeah right? But yeah. we used to bump all the time up in Hamilton. And I got a fell away and he went away, did his whole bid for things that he didn't do. And I'm glad that he's home now and safe. Yeah. But ever since then, he's just been reshaping his image, going back hard. And I got to give nothing better to Freddie Gibbs, man. Outside of, you know, the whole project, I'll give them both their flowers while they're still alive and still running the rap game in terms of lyrical um, talent. They both went away to jail for quite a bit of time. And that could really hinder a person's uh, motivation or their mental space. And to well, come think back about it. 
firing is amazing. No, nah, think about it. Like, yo, listen, that 2010 XXL freshman class, Freddie Gibbs was on that class. Mm-hmm. So just to think, a lot of people think like Freddie Gibbs is new to this. He is not new to this at all. He's been doing this for 10 years now. He knows what he's doing, right? So For sure. Uh, before we move on, I got to ask you, what are you giving this album, fam? Uh, man, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and give this album like a... I'm sorry, someone's calling me. Is it Freddie? It might be Freddie on the line. Um, <laughs> uh, no, I, I'm I'm gonna give this album like uh, say like a eight, eight and a half, maybe nine, nine out of ten. It's somewhere between eight and nine. I have to keep listening to it, but I would say somewhere between eight and nine. What about you? I'm giving a solid nine point five out of ten. The reason why is that you guys know that I'd give the timeless record maybe like a three point five four way back then thinking that Benny had the worst verse on that. Mm-hmm. And for the rest of 11 tracks to be way better than a verse, which isn't bad, by the way, but I felt like, you know, Wayne and Big Sean did better. But for the rest of the album to be so cohesive and to go, again, heavyweight match with Junior Griselda teammates and go against Rosé and Freddie Gibbs, who'd be killing it, who didn't even want to give a feature anyways on the track, but he went ahead and did it anyways. <laughs> it, was, um, it was nice to see. I got to give this album a 9.5. He Ooh. rose on occasion, man. Yeah, he, he did. He did. He did. He did. I agree with you all on that. All the stuff, I'm like, man, this ain't commercial, bro. Everybody talking, all these tags. Oh, you know what I mean? So I'm wishing the best for him. Betty the Butcher, the Butcher coming, nigga. Nah, the Butcher has arrived, man. Butcher's arrived, yeah. man. Yeah, I love that. That that's like a that's a great ad lib, by the way. And and hey, by the way, the Freddie Gibbs song, you know, but Benny the Butch was kind of uh Freddie was doing it kind of giving him back to him. You know what I mean? Like Butch dropped on Freddie's album. Now sure. Freddie's dropping on Butch's album. So it's like those two are clearly like working with each other, which is for sure. real recognizes real man. And the thing I love about it as well too, Freddie Gibbs didn't have to do that, but how relevant his bars were to talk about the Clippers, all of that shows that he turned around in very fast pace for Benny. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it goes to show you how sick his pen is, how cohesive he is. Now he can make things, you know, proper for the whole team. He's got a point blank pen. All right, man. <laughs> this next album, I only listened to maybe two times because I've been stuck on the Benny project. Would you get a chance to listen to that T.I. Libra album or not? The only thing I know about the T.I. album is that people risk their lives to go to a listening party to listen to a T.I. album. People risk their lives in Atlanta, Georgia to go to a club jam-packed to listen to a T.I. album. I'm not surprised, man. People I'm surprised. Like, I'm surprised. Look how long Atlanta's been open, though, for, man. They opened up the barbershops like three he months been ago. Safer. He would have been safer if he had skated around Atlanta like he did in the movie. Listen, partner, <laughs> one of you gets cut around here. Last <laughs> I put the bread on the table, so I'm the only one getting cutty last night. You seen got some cutty last You lying. You ain't getting no cutty last night. I'm the only get cutty in this house, man. Man, listen, I love that movie. I love T.I. I love Takers. Shout out to Takers. That is well too, Yo, but... <laughs> But honestly, man, I'm not listening to no damn T.I. album in 2020. I apologize. I'm sorry. Wow. Can you ever watch his movies, eh? 
I'm sorry, bro. Yeah, yeah I'll watch, watch his movies. I'll watch his movies, bro. Yo, he's moved into that lane. Move into it directly, bro. Leave the leave the past behind. Why okay. you gotta pro- yeah, no, but seriously, that's, that's, like that's, I, a little, that's a little bit disrespectful. No, 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 I'm, I'm obviously kidding. I'm obviously kidding. Like, T.I. is a legend, you got to give him respect. <laughs> but, but like, who's who really is listening to a T? Like, okay, you listen to the T.I. album, what'd you think, my guy? Um, honestly, I listened to his last project as well, too. And this one, um, I wasn't gonna listen to it, but again, I've been preaching that you have to support longevity in this rap career, like people do for rock and roll and country and other artists. Very few people can be in this game for 20 plus years and still come consistently. Like he dropped an album, like you said, you rather him focus on movies. He's dropping Monster Hunter. I saw the trailer from that from Sony Pictures like six days ago. Yeah, he got yeah. TI and like a war battle, so you know, with an AK, <laughs> you know. <laughs> take my money. Do you Sony think, take do all you, my money. Do you think he's gonna pull out the rollerblades? You know, he's going to be skating through the army lines, the rollerblades, and his helmet is battle on the cocktail. But I will say quickly about this project, 20 years in the game, I got to give him his props. And a lot of people say like, yo, he sounds like the baby on this album. He sounds like a little baby. He sounds like X, Y, and Z. These are all of T.I.'s sons, man. So don't get it twisted. T.I. can change, evolve, bring it back to some of his sounds before... But T.I. has put his his heart into this game from movies to music to um, the Expeditiously podcast. Now that he's starting, it's like T.I. is going to stay with the times. And yeah. 20 years in the game, man. I have to give it up for T.I., man. It has to be done. Listen, A lot of people didn't listen to it. Yeah. No, I'm not going to listen to it. I'm going to be real with you. I'm, I'm not going to listen to it, but I'm going to find another way to respect T.I. I'll say this. I think T.I. is a mogul. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not going to listen to the album. I'm sorry. <laughs> I think T.I. is a mogul in in a lot of different ways. I think he's super, super underrated for what he's done for hip-hop artists. I think he's mm-hmm. super, super underrated for what he's done for the culture. I think he carried the South for a very long way and made Atlanta what it is today in a lot of ways as well. He set the foundation for what you see in a young thug and what you see in a future from what you yeah. see in a, a Gucci man, all of that was created because of TI and what he did in the early and late 2000s. So TI a hundred percent is like a mogul for his own right. And you're right. He is up. He's up with the times he's been doing movies. He's doing podcasts. He did that show on Netflix where he was a host and a judge. I, he is, he's, it was a good it was a good show don't even try it don't even I try it, gonna, i thought you were gonna break it no i wasn't gonna say that i'm glad you skated over it uh, uh me and uh roll bounce bro or any of those movies where he's skating in atl um i'm not gonna skate over the fact that he did the mtv show or the reality show right before he went away to jail or he's trying to make sure youth didn't make the same mistakes <laughs> the whole time he's like yeah man i've been through it all man you don't want to make the same mistakes i did partner man just put down the guns bro <laughs> I remember watching that as 12. I'm like, yo, this dude's about to go to jail for like a little bit. But. Yeah. <laughs> Man, listen, regardless, T.I. has always been on the paper trail. You got to. All right. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually a good one. I got to give it to you. I got to give of applause for this dude. <laughs> no. T.I. has always lived his life and. <laughs> 
and we got to we got to give it up to him cuz he's been a paper chaser just living his life <laughs> all right man so that's okay, it for the I'm Libra sorry. album i'm going to give it a solid 7 out of 10 um no i'm going to give it a solid 7.5 out of 10 just because it goes to show you how great of a legacy um that ti has had able to grab anybody that he wants john legend his youngins little baby uh, you can get Gunner if he wants to. He gets Rick Ross. He gets like all these different features. Young Thug. People have so much respect for him. And he can get any feature that he wants at any time because people have so much respect for Tip. So I tip my head off the tip, man, for this time. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, the amount, of, the amount of jokes we've made over T.I.'s name. People probably stop listening by now. I'm, like, yeah, that's I'm done with these guys, bro. I'm sorry. Listen, if you got this far, you probably really like our sense of humor. So let's keep rolling with it. Um, all right, what's next? What do we got? What do we got next? Okay, I'm going to just... <laughs> Yo, just, 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 just skate over. To the next topic. Yeah. People might be pissed off. You know? Just roll bounce to the next topic. <laughs> I love that we keep mentioning roll bounce, but that was uh Bow Wow's movie. Yeah. It was Wait, but wasn't T.I. in Roll Bounce? No, his his movie was ATL. Nah, but he was also he was like he cuddy last night. I don't think it's yo, it's like you when he when he said Jeffrey was in that one movie, but he wasn't in that one TV show you're talking about. <laughs> he said Mr. Mosby was in that one movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was Mr. Mosby, but yeah, it was Jeffrey, <laughs> you're right. Yeah. Oh man, but T.I. talked about on this project and he got a Drake unfollowed because on one side he talked about the whole peeing on Drake incident and people weren't having it. It's been in the past, early 2010s, people talked about the whole peeing on Drake incident. And then he mentioned again in the song, he gets the Drake on follow. And that'll be it for T.I., but let's talk more about Drake and the whole peeing incident and how he's been better since that time. Because he has come a long, long way yeah. from not be able to doing a feature without giving Birdman a million dollars to starting OVO, which is crazy, by the way. You can do a feature without giving Birdman a million dollars to now running OVO Sound Radio, having his imprint on the next album, and just running the rap game as he said he should. I mean, look, Drake Drake is at the top of the rap game in terms of notoriety. Uh, Drake breathes, and everybody knows about it. And, you know, he's he's been at the top of rap for... I would say about five years, depending on where you would consider Kendrick in this whole thing and where we would consider J. Cole into this whole thing. I say a decade at this point. Yeah. You you know, you might, honestly, I would say if you look at like overall, this decade has really been the Drake decade. Um, And if you think about how many artists he's influenced and impact or bit from whatever, whichever way you you kind of fall into this. Don't, uh, Don't say artists he's impact. Don't say artists impact. I saw a picture of McConan in a in a in a Batman Halloween costume yesterday. What's wrong with that? In downtown Toronto. Don't tell me about artists and fools. Tell me, you're telling me, you're telling me we're supposed to base how I love McConan is doing in his life off of him wearing a Batman costume. Well, damn, I know it was Tuesday, but you don't have to put on a Batman costume and start rolling down the seas of downtown Toronto. Like, it felt so bad, man. Like, Look, I, I still think he's had a tremendous impact on artists that he hasn't signed. <laughs> I'll say this. He's had a great impact on artists he hasn't signed. Like Dave. 
Dave? What do you mean? Dave, he's had a great impact on. You know, you know Dave now, all right? You, a lot of people didn't know Dave before Drake. It's a fact. That's a fact. Name Dave's last single. Because <laughs> I don't know it. Uh, East. I don't know his last project. <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo. <laughs> yo, people are going to hate us after this podcast. I'm sorry, guys. We're making horrible jokes. I get it. I get it. It's the... <laughs> Super Super Static Shock. Dude, I am so excited. It's been a long time. My childhood dreams are turning into reality. I remember eating cereal, watching the Warner Brother Kids Network, enjoying Static Shock. And now to see it coming back to life, couldn't be more happy. Yeah, I'm excited, man. I'm excited. And it's it's good because you can tell that they're this isn't just gonna be some like stupid superhero movie that they make michael b jordan is has signed on to executive produce and potentially even direct this thing so i think uh i think that's huge man who do you think is going to play static shock that's the huge thing everybody's wondering about honestly uh i don't know maybe honestly i'll be fine with michael playing uh, the role as well too so so that's not gonna happen that's not gonna Um, happen but you never know i'm down for anybody you could have maybe even a train playing it as well too. Someone that like role as well too. Um, they just have to have the charisma that I saw. I always remember this one episode where um Batman went to go and see Static Shock about what was happening in the city, and then you never really see Batman have to ask people for advice, but he was like asking y'all Static like yo, what's really going on in the city? And Static was so like adventurous to like give his help. And to see, like, in his adulthood, Static Shock become a member of the Justice League, it's kind of like, it's it's cool to me, man. So I'm very excited. The childhood in me is very excited. Take my money right now. Uh, whatever platform it's going to be on, I'm there. I'm sold. I'm good to go, man. Yeah, no, it's it's going to be exciting, man. I, I This is one of the characters who is, like, he's a fan favorite, right? A lot of people love Static Shock. And... Um, so like realistically this is going to be dope this is it's it's going to be dope there's nothing really much else to say other than it's going to be a really dope project you can you can bank on it and when michael jordan that's funny michael jordan michael b jordan uh produces stuff like that you can tell it's going to be a really good project so i'm excited for that as well did you finish lovecraft country uh yes i did man i did enjoy it really good i did oh you did okay i did enjoy it but um even after watching that last episode um, if someone were to ask me, what is the show about? I'd be like, fam, I couldn't tell you. Yeah, it's tough to explain. Yeah, that's okay. every time someone asks me, because I tell people all the time, like, yo, you need to watch Lovecraft Country. You need to watch Lovecraft Country. Everybody's like, all right, give me like a sentence on what it is. I'm like, dude, I, I wouldn't be able to. I don't know what it is about. I still don't know what it's about. Just magic and like wizards and and. <clears throat> Yeah, demons something and like that. Something like you know. So, uh, I just watch it. Watch the first episode, and I promise you will you will not regret it. If you haven't watched it right now, please put Lovecraft Country at the top of your list to watch. It is an incredible. If you love horror, if you love scary stuff, it is an incredible watch. I'm surprised you got through it, bro, because I know you don't like horror movies and scary movies and stuff. Yeah, like that. I had a little bit of nightmares for a week when um the the girl on like the the, the two, two twins. Girl. Yeah, the two twins. Yeah, yeah. 
it was very um interesting yeah. but i will say this it's like it's nice it's a nice breath of fresh air to see like sci-fi or even black sci-fi come into like fruition it's mm-hmm. a nice breath of fresh air from seeing like you know black people in roles playing like i don't know robbers or thugs or like random things like the fact that so much more is involved outside of traditional roles kudos to them putting this together man very good season uh give my flowers to michael k williams while he's alive right now and to any of the homophobic people out there say he only plays gay roles understand he's an actor and he can play whatever role he wants to at the end Mm -hmm. of the day he said himself he's come from a very hard living and a very hard lifestyle and he has to put food on the table, provide for his family, provide for the community. So to those homophobic people out there, what are you doing for your community out there to actually contribute or to give back? So mm-hmm. before you start throwing casts and throwing stones and all of that, look at your own infrastructure. And, you know, on top of that, he's a freaking phenomenal actor. Like he's phenomenal incredible. It, it it takes a certain level of skill for a straight man to play a homophobe, uh, not homophobe, but to play a gay man. And, the level of expertise that he plays the roles with is just incredible. I mean, he, he played a alcoholic dad in Lovecraft country who deals with, um, you know, things of race, but also gender and, and realistically mm-hmm. to take on a character of that much burden is just incredibly, it's tough. It's a tough role to take. And Michael K. Williams smashes it out of the park. He, he mm-hmm. did an incredible job throughout the entire season we know what he did in the wire and we've know what roles he's done in between all that. He's a phenomenal actor. You can't discredit them him at all for what he does on the screen. Oh, for sure. And plus he dated Tasha Smith in real life. <laughs> now I'm not saying I'm scared from Pookie from Richmond, man. We're talking <laughs> about Tasha Smith. Yeah. And Rick Fox, Tasha <laughs> Smith. If you know what I'm talking about, man. Yeah. 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 Um, but got to give him his flowers while he's still here, because I guarantee you, the day that he's no longer on earth with us, people are definitely going to look throughout his career and see the acting roles that he's done. He said himself that this last episode that we saw was one of the toughest um, episodes yet to record throughout the season. It was very, um, very hard on him and reflecting now I can see why. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Michael K, man. Shout out to Michael K. Williams. Hey man, guys, if you're still here, that's the, that's the full episode that we have for this week. We'll have some more quick hitters throughout the week. We might even review um, Tory Lanez and his IG live tonight at 8 p.m. sharp. We'll see what's going on with that. But until next time, it's the Voice of No Good Podcast. See you soon. Yeah. Gave my life to the game, had my mama concerned. And made a call when she saw when I got a return. Broke my flow down, they still can't describe in the words And all the work they say they put in, I gotta confirm Put my hood in diamonds so you know how my block did it Gun come with a car fax, you know who I shot with it Shot with us, you know me and my niggas Cribs not furnished till a garage get a drop in it And now I want nothing for free They ain't know me then, bet they check it now The best player getting drafted in the seventh round I learned rules from the streets and wrote them lessons down I know 155,000 weigh like seven pounds Said I'ma be a legend soon, shit I'm a legend now that's real shit. Said I'ma be a legend soon. I'm a legend now.
Yeah, 50,000 in a draw at the W with some bitches And every time I score, it's a W for the villains I'm somewhere in the hood, elbow rubbing with all the dealers Saying because of you, we ain't been as comfortable in a minute I beat a lot of charges, this money you gotta part And I'm a boss, so my hoes too bougie for Olive Garden huh. Rap circles round niggas, that's my department Put a block in the trunk soon as I got tired of talking Money don't make you solid, it just make you ten times more Of the person you are before you got it And all my jewels VIP drunk, where it's crowded And I can't call the bitch by a name, cause I forgot it Let's go, said I'ma be a legend soon, shit I'm a legend now That's real shit, said I'ma be a legend soon, I'm a legend now Yeah, uh who can I depend on? Marry the game and death, my in-laws. Feds don't got no mercy for a big dog. Kite from my man, he said I'm at where I deserve to be. Jammed up, he bout to take a plea for a 30 piece. My heart dropped when they put them TNT vans up. Now we getting caught by them TMZ cameras. Barely made it, we succeeded with the least chances. My team got a will strong enough to beat cancer. Masters and dope. Before that, I had a bachelor's in coke. I'm like Ali, I fight better with my back on the ropes. Labels, I passed them up, it's like they after the flow. And my Legacy, it's like they want a fraction of both. No, I was good on myself, this how I'm bad now. <laughs> yeah, said I'ma be a legend soon, but I'm a legend now. Uh, let's go, checks over chrome, neck, boulder stones. Ever since they said I'm going pro, they say I'm the next so and so. But you know how it go, Kobe got his fifth title, and somehow still live in the shadow of Michael. Before it's over, give a nigga his credit. Am I wrong? I want my bouquet when I can smell it. Plug no, give it to me and I sell it. Just so happens, had a hunger for greatness and I fed it. Parked in the big boy, me and Hit Boy. Before this rap shit, this trap shit had me lit, boy. Yeah, 15 years straight, I was crack selling. Dope boy, made it out the hood. Now that's legend. Ah. Real shit. I'm a legend now. They try to tell me I'm gonna be a legend soon, though. Man, I'm a legend now. The United States Border Patrol has exciting and rewarding career opportunities with the nation's largest law enforcement organization. Border Patrol agents enjoy great pay, outstanding federal benefits, and up to $20,000 in recruitment incentives. If you are looking for a way to serve something greater than yourself, consider the United States Border Patrol. Learn more online at cbp.gov careers USBP. That's cbp.gov careers USBP.